Welcome to the teaching ministry of Reverend Daniel Hardy, the senior pastor of Royalty House International, Peter Maddoxburg. Reverend Daniel Hardy has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience.
your hand clap is too weak. Come on, you can do that. Wow. He is magnified. God is magnified. Just like how our testimonies also magnify him. Amen. Okay, today I would like to welcome our brother Lindo to give us testimony. I'm looking like the ashes today. What a shock. <laughs> wow. Oh, encourage him. He's a very shy person. Encourage him. Amen. Brother, share your testimony. I greet you all in the Jesus Christ. Um, my name is Lindo. And um, <clears throat> yesterday when I was in town, I was sent to buy some few, few stuff. And uh, I, was, I was on my way to the rank. And um, um, on my way to the rank, uh, two junkies tried to rob me. And um, the other, there were two of them. The first one showed an oak up to, to me on the front while the other one was uh, putting his hands on my pockets, literally trying to take my phone and my, my money. By the grace of God, by the time I realized that someone was putting his hand on my pocket, I um, and turned around and the uh, other one ran away who was showing an oak up to me because they were starting to realize that people were seeing what they are doing. So um, this one that was putting his hand on my pocket was uh, stood and tried to pull my pocket, uh, uh, take my pocket because he couldn't reach it because my, most of the time my pockets are not short, they are long. So, <laughs> so, so um, his hand couldn't reach yeah, his destination. So he tried to pull it and he teared my short uh, apart uh, into from yeah from yeah until yeah. So oh, for the first time I'm holding the mic. So after after he had uh, teared my short apart, so uh, the guy said that um, he wanted his money from me, and I asked him like so loud, like what money? Because I don't know any money from me. And then there was uh, those guys, you know, those people who sell in town. They started to enter into the problem, and the guy vanished from the scene and ran away. And by the grace of God, they did not take anything from me, because the pocket that they were trying to take out of me was with the pocket had money and my phone and everything. Just like to thank God for protecting me and that's it. Thank you. Wow. Amen. He got delivered from unreasonable men. You know, Bishop always prays and he says, May you be delivered from unreasonable men. And I can even testify that I was also delivered from one. Amen. So we just want to thank God for that. Shall we welcome our sister Madeline to give us another song? Serving the Lord and working in the church, but now. 
Hallelujah. Lift your hands, let's pray. Just wherever you are, just ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask him to give you wisdom, revelation as we come before him. Ask him that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened. That revelation knowledge will come to you. Pray wherever you are. Pray for yourself. Pray for. Pray for yourself. Ask the Lord. That this year being a year of victory. Indeed through his word and by his spirit. Victory will come to you. That victory will come to you. Pray wherever you are. Masi palo basi katoso. Rando lobo, randa lababa. No one. Ribando lobo, sipando lebele, kasi palo. Who can stand? Masu lobo, sipalo. Speak to us. Speak to us. No one can. No one. Stand against the king. No one can. No one will. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Victory belongs to Jesus. Victory belongs to Him. Whatsoever is born of you overcomes the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We know for a fact that indeed 
we are victorious. We are born for victory. You said, Ye are of God, little children, and ye have overcome them. For greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. This is why we believe that we have victory. Thank you for always giving us the victory. As we come before your word, show us secrets and keys that will lead to our victory. Open the eyes of our understanding. Open our hearts. Build up our faith to receive your word. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, Amen. Give somebody a high five by you. Tell the person, victory belongs to Jesus. This is my year of victory. Expect God to surprise you. Yeah. Expect God to surprise you. You know, as we say the year is a year of victory, what it means is that certain things we have done before or done in time past that we have been unsuccessful and victorious. This year, the season of victory is here. Therefore, this year you will see victory in it. Some of you attempted business last year and hmm, the least said, the better. But this year, you will be successful at it. Yeah, because it's the season of victory. And also, God will be surprising us as we go along. Pleasant surprises. Pleasant surprises. As we go on. Hallelujah. It's good to see all of you. Those I have not seen. Happy New Year. Abuaji. Um, my man. Wow. What a shock. It's good to see you, man. Wow. Oh, Jonita, you're also back. Okay. Tandeka. Oh, okay. 
Wow, who else is here that I've not seen? Oh, ah, wow. Amazing. If I've not seen it, maybe it's because you are not smiling. If you smile immediately, I'll see you. I'll see. Smiling is like turning on the light of your face. Do you get it? I've seen Ronnie. What's up, G? Wow, it's a great year. What a shock. All right. Melly, are we good to roll? Okay, good. Let's go on. Well, as you all know, the year has been declared a year of victory, and the bishop and prophet of the house, you know, last week he was explaining why we now call him a prophet and, and maybe the significance of it. And I think it's a good time to also tell you although some of you have heard it on podcast, you know, what he was saying is that over the years, so many things that he has said have come to pass. And people did not take it seriously because of the casual nature by which the prophecies came. So many people have just been there and then things come to pass. And then they are taken by surprise. But when you go back, you see that he said it. Do you see? But because we have not referred to him as a prophet, people have not given the necessary attention to the prophecies that he has given over the years. And as a result, a lot of us have missed out on these things. Do you see? So, we don't want to make this. We are getting an air conditioner soon. Okay, don't worry. It's also a prophecy. It will come to pass. Do you get it? But the the people have not given the needed attention to the things he has said over the years and therefore have missed out on so many of them. That's why now we are putting emphasis on the title prophet so that when he speaks out something to us you take it with the seriousness it requires we benefit from it hallelujah so the prophet of the house has declared that this year we should expect a series of victories amen Amen. which means many victories that come continuously that's a series when you watch a series, you see that season one, it has so many episodes. Then season two also has episodes. The best example I can use is 24. If you have watched 24, you will see Jack Bauer. Each season has 24 episodes. And I think that it has had 12 seasons or 11 seasons. Yeah. Do you get it? So, or prison break you see that it has seasons season one has episodes then season two also has episodes that is how your victory will be this year season one season two season three season four season five season up to 12 seasons each month is a season and each month has its many episodes hallelujah so we are going to really focus on it and we are going to, as it were, do what brings 
victories. Because there's also no victory without a battle. Hallelujah. There's no victory without a challenge. There's no victory without an encounter. You can't say that you have won the soccer match when we never played. You didn't show up and you said, by faith, I am the winner. No, 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 no. It's not allowed. It doesn't work like that. You have to appear and play and win. I see you playing and winning. I said, I see you playing and winning. Now, the way life is, whether you like it or not, you are playing. You see, this is not the type of games that you can decide, okay, I didn't come, so it won't be played. You are playing anyway. By waking up today, you are in the battle of today. And I came to declare to you that once you are in the battle and you are playing, you are winning. So we started to look at various things. The Bible tells us that thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. So the match is even like a fixed match. Whether you like it or not, you are on the winning side. Then today's scripture of the week, which is 1 John 5 verse 4. The Bible says that whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. So I told you that once we are born of God, we have the capacity and the ability to overcome. To overcome means to be, to be victorious. Or to be victorious means to overcome. It's the same word. And the Bible says, this is the victory that comes the world, even our faith. Hallelujah. So the Bible has already told us that we will have victory. And I told us we areas to expect victory. I said, expect victory in what? Victory over the devil, victory over the world, victory over sin, victory in your health, victory in finances, and expect victory in everything. Because the Bible says in Romans 8, 37, it says, for in all things, that was the last one I was going to add, all things, in all things, we are more than Conquest. It says, in everything, we are more than conquerors. So everything, all things mean all things. I don't know who else, if you're an English teacher here. Yes, prudence. All things means what? Everything. And everything means what? Things. So there's nothing that can... So, oh, it's it's a peculiar case. It doesn't fit in this particular... All means all. Yes, if you are a professor, all, all means what? All. If Kofi says all means all, then all means all. Yeah, everything. So every area of your life, expect victory. Expect victory in your relationship. Yeah, expect it. Don't say this is, you know, that's for this particular area. Rev didn't mention it, so it's not part of it. All means all. All means all. That's all. All means all. And believe God for victory. Tuesday, I started to share. Nengo, you are here. It's good to see you. Wow. Say amen. Pastor, who's Nengo? If it's not you, it's not you. Just continue. 
God. <laughs> Have mercy. What was I saying? Tuesday, I started to share. It's all a part of a series I'm building up. Keys to victory or what we need for victory. So we can call it victory keys or keys for victory. Okay? I mentioned to you that one of the first things you need in any battle is faith. Confidence. Belief. If you don't have confidence, any battle you are going to fight, you have already lost it. The other team, even with their confidence, they may not even be as good as you, but they will have victory over you because they have faith. The Bible says, this is the victory that overcomes the world. What is the victory? Our faith. Our faith. By faith, Noah built an ark. The problem of Noah's day was that there was going to be a flood. And because of the flood, it was going to destroy everything. Now, when you read the Bible, bring it into your life. The biggest problem of the day in Noah's time was that there was going to be a flood. And that flood was going to kill everybody. You can, you can take it as HIV today. It was going to kill everybody. Or Ebola. It was going to kill everybody. Or cancer. Anything that kills. It was a flood. And then, Bible says, by faith, Noah, being warned of God, he built an ark and he saved his family. So that thing that he did, he used faith to build an ark. He used faith to find a solution to a problem that plagued the whole world. So when we talk about faith, it's all about No. It was the main problem of the day. They were not fighting lions. They were not fighting governments. They were not fighting economic problems in the, at that time. Their problem was there was a flood coming. A sure flood that was coming. And Noah, a guy, he used faith to build an ark. And through the ark, he rescued them. May you use faith to do something that will rescue your family. Yeah. Then we talked about wisdom. This is for those of you who are not here on Tuesday. We talked about wisdom as one of the keys. Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9, 13 to 15, that there was a city which had very few men in it, and a great king came against it. And then there was found in that city a poor wise man who through his wisdom saved the entire city. Now, this city also had a problem. Today we are dealing with problems that are in our lives that intend to destroy us. And by these victory secrets will overcome them. Bible says he used his wisdom to overpower such a powerful king who had come against a small city. From today, when you are the underdog, don't be afraid. I said, don't be afraid. God will give you wisdom to overpower a big enemy. They overcame that enemy by wisdom, by use of wisdom. We also talked about the power of God. The power of God. Sometimes, 
even before I go to the, the, the power of God, sometimes it's not every problem that you solve with power. No, not every problem. Some problems you need wisdom. Do you get it? I mean, how do you kill mosquitoes? No, apart from using... What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? So, if the mosquito lands on your eye... Hello? I said, if the mosquito lands on your eye, do you whack it? Or do you spray it? How many of you agree that it's not every time that power works? Yeah. The mosquito has come to land on your eye. This is a famous African say. I just can't say it in church, so to have to have to say it at another place on Tuesday. Yeah, if you want to hear me say it, come on Tuesday. Yeah, it's on your eye, and then you say, "Look, look, dear mosquito, I've been looking for you for a long time. Finally, I've got nowadays in the heat. You see that all the mosquitoes have come out. So then, you flex your muscles." Or you call Claude. Since he has more muscles and more power, you call Claude and say, Brother Claude, I need you. Please come to my house quickly. Then Brother Claude comes. Then you say, Brother Claude, there's a mosquito on my eye. And it's biting my eyelid. I need you to whack it so that it can die. Believe that it will work. No, I believe that it will work. I saw the mosquito, it will die. I said, by all means, the mosquito will die. Do you get us? No, there, there is no two way, nobody can argue with me on this fact. The mosquito will die, but after the mosquito dies, what will happen to you? Only God knows. <laughs> Only God knows. We'll call an ambulance, rush you to the hospital, and be praying that you survive. Because if you see Claude's arm alone, my God. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes some problems require wisdom, not power. Wisdom, a little thinking. Wisdom. And wisdom solves so many problems. White people, by their wisdom, have built so many things and found, made so many discoveries just by their wisdom, which have saved us. The world was plagued with so many things. When bacteria came around, we didn't know what, how to deal with it until we blamed it on the gods yeah, we blamed it. We said, okay, we have not made a sacrifice. We have to kill a cow, kill a goat, kill an elephant. All kinds of sacrifices. Yet we were dying. Until somebody found antibiotics. Who's the one who found antibiotics? Google it and tell us. Yeah. 
found antibiotics. Then now, look, people stop dying. So, so when God gives you wisdom, and I think Tuesday I'm going to talk more on sources of wisdom, if, I'm, if we are here. Louis Pasteur. Louis Pasteur. Uh, the guy who has the hospital in Johannesburg. Pretoria. Louis Pasteur. Yeah. Louis Pasteur, as they say in French. He got authorization. He, oh, they are saying something. I don't know what they are saying, so we just continue. Oh, Alexander Fleming. Okay. Do you know these guys? Me too, I don't know them. Where are they safe? But at least you are learning. You know, my son, what's it called? They say, oh, Louis, Louis Pasteur and Alexander Fleming. Is that not so? Remember them, okay? One day you need it. Good. Let's go on. Another thing is, we said the power of God. Sometimes, some things don't go away unless by power. Some things are stubborn. They never go away unless power blows them away. They are so stubborn unless power attacks them. There's a famous saying, if persuasion fails. But there's an African saying, if force fails, more force is applied. I said there's an English saying, if persuasion fails, force is applied. But there's an African saying that if force fails, more force is applied. Any demon that has been fighting you, more force is being applied to it. This week we had a video where Bishop was explaining that sometimes the way, it's an old video. He said sometimes the way to deal with demons is to wear them out. Get them to be tired. So you continually bombard them, bombard them until they are tired. May the devil be tired before you. I said may the devil be tired before you. The devil has been trying to get you to backslide every year. You come to church maybe six months, then you backslide six months. But the next year you start again. It's all a sign that you want to win. Continue. One day, the devil will be tired. And he will say, I've left you alone. Yeah. The devil will be tired. Hey, this guy, we have been pressing him for ten years. Still. When we even think that he's lying on the floor. When he's drunk and his papa laughs and he's lying on the floor, he says, Jesus loves me. Hey! He won't give up. Let's leave him and be free. This year, the devil will leave you. You'll be free. Even Jesus, after he prayed and he fasted for 40 days, the devil came to tempt him. Three different temptations, precious a while, the Bible says, and they left him. It's like for a while, it's like, let me go and let me go and breathe and come again. May the devil leave you and go and breathe. Power. Number four, which is what I want to talk about today shortly. Revelation. 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 Victory keys. Number four, Revelation. A revelation, or the word revelation comes from the word, the verb to reveal. And to reveal means to uncover something, or unfold something, or bring out something for everybody to see. That's a revelation. Bring out something for everybody to see. 
Now, the difference between people is simply how much revelation they have on anything. How much they know on anything. So your neighbor may be better off than you because he knows something you do not. Yeah, he knows something you do not know. It's academics, whether it's street smartness, whether it's spiritual things. What makes the difference between two people is what a revelation that somebody has that another person doesn't have. Yeah. Somebody's marriage may be nicer than somebody because of the revelation that she has that you don't have. Yeah. Maybe she had a revelation earlier. Learn how to cook. And you didn't learn it. You can't cook, but you're on Facebook. I say you can't cook, but you're on Facebook. Always changing your status. And look, by the way, let me mention at this point, putting food on your status doesn't mean you can cook. Brothers, don't be deceived by sisters who are always putting food as their status. I don't know why you are looking... I don't know why you are, they are all looking this way. I'm saying putting... Why are you mentioning Mildred? Mildred can No, Mildred can cook. Her dad told me. Her father told me, my daughter can cook and she can eat. No, I'm not saying it's her father who told me. No, please. Mela, your dad is the one who, if you think I'm lying, let's go and ask him. He told me, my daughter can cook. Or it's your mother, or both of them. Yeah. And she can eat. I mean, she cooks for me and she eats it. That's all. What was that? A revelation that somebody has that you don't have. It's very simple. So, my prayer is that all of us in the church, as we go on a journey and a quest for victory, we will, we, we will look for revelations in whatever we are doing. If it's business, revelation on it. If it's church work, revelation on it. Many people, it has not been revealed to them how a church works. Sometimes you are sitting right under where the church works, but it has not been revealed to you. Fortunately for us, it's been put in a pack called Macario 60. It's like a capsule. You just go and take it, different things are in, and then you use it to make your church work. It's as simple as that. The same thing makes a basenta work. The same thing makes a ministry work. The same anything makes it work. Once it has to do with church work, it makes it work. But and you can be sitting with the box and it is not. I mean, like re- recently I had to do something and I wasn't sure whether I'll be available. So I wanted somebody to do it. And I told the person, Do you have this book? He said, No. Then I asked the person, Do you have the Macario 60? He said, Yes. I said, Ah. It's in the Macario 60. He said, huh? So he went to look. Then he said, oh. So the, the, the secret for church growth and church work is sitting there. You own it, but you don't know what is in it.
So I pray, if you're a student, look, the earlier you get the revelation that school is about writing exams and passing, the better. Hello? The earlier you get the revelation that school is about writing exams and passing. Listen, if you are pre-matric, pre-matric, the government has told us that the pass mark is 80%. Do you get it? 30%. Please, if you are pre-matric, just smile. Smile. Nobody will know that it's you. Okay. Grade 12, grade 11. The government has convinced us that pass mark is 30%. And when you finish um, matric, you are supposed to go to the university. However, they have not struck a deal with the university. That university bring your entry requirement to 30%. Hello? They have not come to an agreement with the university that, look, we are taking 30% at the high school. So, since from high school, the next place is university, you too, bring your standard down to meet us. Or even just make it 35, so that it's one step. They have not told the university. And the university is still sitting there with their high entry requirements. So you do an exam, grade 9, you get 30%, your teacher writes, you go girl, I'm proud of you. When you see your teacher's comment, you see that, look, I'm really great, I can do it, I can do it. I'm doing it. Grade 10, 31, your teacher writes, have a full Christmas. You say, wow, I'm the girl on the block. Grade 11, you improve. 34. 34. Your teacher's right. Great improvement. So when you come, you tell your mother, look, I've improved. Then grade 12. Grade 12. Now, mind you, very few schools have a higher standard than the national standard. I say it again. Very few schools have a higher standard than the national standard. That's the exam you write in the matric, the matric, matric itself. Very few schools have a higher standard. So if you're in your school, you are getting 34, you even struggle to get 30 in the matric. So those who are getting, if you like compare your grade, grade, grade 12, the thing to the matric, you will see that the marks are different. It's like some are lost. Uh, or it's like you have been robbed. <laughs> Do you get it? So you realize that even to get the 30 is a struggle. And then when you get the 30, you take the university and say, Look, I got 30 in every Zulu and Kosa, Zulu and Elo, I got 40. So then your, 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 your points are 1, 1, 2, 1, 1, 1, 2, 1. Yeah, binary numbers. Thank you very much. Then you come and sh- look. This are this is how we know whether you are serious. Those of you say you are doing science and things. When we mention that you can classify. As I said, one one two one one two one. Somebody said binary. You don't know what binary numbers are. You say you are writing matric. Sure. Yeah, it, it should come to you easily. So this check they are doing too much about uh, academics about. Do I look like somebody wants to be a pastor of buffoons? No! I want to be a pastor of doctors, 
architects, lawyers, pharmacists, dentists, engineers. Yeah. That's what I want to be. So I have to work in a way so that many of you will become these things. Computer analysts, scientists, all kinds of things. By the way, what are you? What are you? Yeah. What? You are an engineer. An engineer. It's better for an engineer to take pictures of you. You get than a dropout taking pictures of you. If a grade twelve dropout is taking pictures of you, what pictures do you think you will get? What pictures do you think you will get? In engineer, please take a picture of me. If I'm lying, it's better for an accountant or an auditor to be taking pictures of you in the service than to get a grade 10 dropout. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. It's better. It's better. That's why I keep talking about these things. That's why I keep talking about it. So accept it that look, 30% will not take me to invest. I'm giving my personal pass mark. Even if the government doesn't support me, I'm giving my personal pass mark. I'm not anything less than 50. And you yourself, work towards it. Work towards it seriously. That's when you pass. Hallelujah. Now, how does that come quickly? Four points quickly and then we close. If you're a husband, you need a revelation about marriage. Yeah. You're always shouting at your wife. Well, your house is not going to be a happy home. Because the home is created by the wife. And her mood permeates the whole house. So every day you come, you have, sh- have shouted about the door. You have shouted about the chairs. You have shouted about the dogs. Oh. Shouted at the children. Shout at everybody. There are some parents, when they are coming home, their children run away. Everybody goes to their room. No, everybody goes to their room. As soon as you hear him coming, you go to your room. Yeah, even the dogs go into their kennels. No, it's one of the prayers I have prayed that may it never come to pass that when I'm coming, then my children run to their room. I will pursue them to their room. (laughs) And bring them back. Recently, I even told my children, when you hear that my car is coming into the house, come out of the house and come and meet me back. Yes. Yes. I'll be watching TV. You have been doing when, it's, when I come, you smile. It's fine. Now, come to the car to show me that you are happy with a smile, excitement. Coming to meet me. You see, like Santa Claus is coming. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You need a rev- If you're a mother, you need a revelation. You need a revelation. How to raise teenagers. Teenagers. Because teenagers have a mind of their own. Preteens want to do whatever you want them to do. Teenagers now have a mind of their own. They want to think for themselves. So, 
what makes them feel that they have thought for themselves is that when they come up with a thing, not you came up with it. So as soon as you come up with it, they have to do something different. So he said, I'm the best father in the world. Meanwhile, your children are two and three. Please wait. Before you take the award, wait. <laughs> you are moving around with George. He said, I'm the best father in town. <laughs> Clap for me. Clap. Look, two years, three years. Uh, look, we are not. The children are, even by 15, 16, they may be bigger than you. <laughs> You need a revelation. You are doing business. You need a revelation into business. Hey, pastor, I want to increase my profit. There are different ways of increasing your profit. One of the, one of the ways that work all the time is reducing your expenditure. What is profit? What is profit? Profit is what? No, no, not, not the maths. Let's do it in maths. Let's not do it in English. It's income minus expenditure. Is that not so? Is that not so? So if the income is 10,000 and the expenditure is 9,000, how much is the profit? 1,000. So if Nothing changes to increase the income. But you are able to reduce the expenditure to 8,000. What does profit become? Has it not increased? It's as simple as that. You need a revelation. Even you see into things that way. Hey, Pastor, I'm selling stationery. It's only January. When January is over, we don't buy stationery that much anymore. You meet the season. So you... March, you have gone to ship stationery from China. 16 containers from China. What are you going to do with them? I said, what are you going to do with them? Who's going to buy them? <laughs> I said, January is over. You saw your colleague selling stationery. He said, wow, this is a very great business. I think I shall do it. So February, you have gone to ship 16 containers of stationery, school books, not even paper. Not paper works throughout the year. Printing paper, no. But you have gone to ship text exercise books. A5, A4, <laughs> 3 quarter, 2 quarter, pens, rulers, erasers, Pencils, mat sets, sharpness. <laughs> I mean, you have shipped sharpness, one container full. Sharpness. What are you sharpening? <laughs> and then your, ship, your, your shipment arrives in March. Look, somebody said, oh, next year, the cost of storage from March to January will even eat up all your profit. Revelation. If you don't have a revelation in it, which is a certain type of understanding, which not everybody does, because if everybody has that understanding, everybody will be a millionaire. 
Four, four ways, quickly. Number one, prayer. Have we read the scripture for wisdom and revelation? First Corinthians, Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, 15, 16. That famous scripture you know. Paul said, wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and your love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you always in my prayer. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That ye may know what is the hope of his calling and the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. Simple. He says, that's the prayer I pray for you. That's actually the first key, prayer. Prayer. Prayer brings revelation. That's why Paul says, I am praying for you always. And what is my prayer for you? It's so that you have wisdom and revelation. You have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. This year for you to be victorious, you need wisdom and you need revelation. Some of you need wisdom to break some relationships that you are in. I've been dating since 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 two thousand and sixteen. Please, this your guys. Where are they? Because they are not downstairs. I came from downstairs since two thousand and sixteen, January two thousand and sixteen. That we started to date one another. Yes, that's the date. That you started dating. January 2016. 1 January. Up to, to January. Yeah, there was a tsunami. No. No, 2005. That's when there was a tsunami. Yeah. No, he's not talking about marriage. Nothing. You are also sitting there. You are growing gray. When we tell you, say, I don't mind, I'll buy a wig. You are getting old. He's wasting your time. I say, he's wasting what? We have dated for seven years. Look, is it a PhD? Are you, is it medical school? If a guy wants to marry you, the reality is that he wants to marry you now. No, I'm serious. Ladies, this is the test. If a guy really wants to marry you, he wants to marry you now. And he doesn't have the money. Yeah, that's a reality. But if I were to give him a million rands, he will marry you now. The first thing that will let me marry you now. That's, that's how you know. So every day he's postponing the date. Oh, we'll marry next year. Oh, this is the year. This year is the year. And it never happens. You better take counsel. Yeah. <laughs> Say amen. What brought us into all this? Prayer. Pray. When you pray, you get revelation. Paul said, I'm praying for you for two things. Spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. Spirit of wisdom and revelation. In anything you are doing, that you will have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Prayer. The second thing, meditation. Meditation. I'm not talking about yoga. Meditation. 
Meditation is thinking deeply about everything and about anything. Anything you think deeply about, you get an understanding that the average Joe doesn't have. Where is Gail? Wow. I say anything you think deeply about, you get an understanding and a know-how or a knowledge that your neighbor doesn't have because he has not taken time to think deeply about it. Yeah. Meditation. David said in Psalm 119, he said, oh, how I love your law, verse 97. He says, they are my delight. Thou, through your law, has made me wiser than my enemies. May you be wiser than your enemies. I said, may you be wiser than your enemies. Maybe you have a boss in your office, he's made himself your enemy. May you be wiser than him. He said, you have made me wiser than my enemies. He said, through your, through your commandments, you made me wiser. I have more understanding than my teachers. He says, I have more understanding than my teachers. Because your meditations, your testimonies are my meditation. I meditate on your word constantly. So even the people who taught me the thing, now have more understanding than they have. May you have more understanding as you think about things. As you think about your life, may you have more understanding. As you think about your business, may you have more understanding. As you think about your marriage, may you have more understanding. As you think about your schoolwork, may you have more understanding. Yeah, think about it. Many people don't think about life. They don't think about their life. Okay, they say, oh, today you are 25. But what, 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 what will happen when you are 40? Think about it. Time to think about it. Sometimes you are a young girl moving around. You look very pretty. I mean, being young comes with being pretty. You look very pretty. That's why you don't see somebody who is like 40-something-year-old when so you are pretty. You are pretty. No. You are beautiful. Pretty is usually... Babi, Babi and Co. So, since you are pretty, it has become your unique selling point. Your USP. Your your marketing niche. That's it. Like your 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 looks. Well, if you don't think quickly, what will happen is that you will jump from guy to guy. And guys, I mean, guys are not vegetarians. They, 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 I mean, no. No, you jump from guy to guy. Jump from guy to guy. By the time you are 30, you see that you are finished. You start to sing, things are not the way they used to be. Yeah, because things will not stay that way forever. Look, stop laughing at your mother. She was once like you. 
And some of you, your mothers were more beautiful. No, you will be surprised. I mean, it's for, for real. More beautiful. Do you get it? Hey, Pastor Maha, bet your father came in. It's a mixture. It's a mix. Your father also contributed. So, you, 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 by all means. Kabashataya. <laughs> hey, your father also contributed. And maybe your father mean by the real definition on a man, of a man. Which is a man must be fearful, ugly, ugly and strong. That's a definition of a man. Fearful, ugly and strong. So he had more or let's use the Bible, he was fearfully and wonderfully made, but he has more of the fearful than the wonderful. So think about life. Meditate. Abby, meditate. Sometimes you have to meditate about your actions. Or even your, your, your behavior. Look, we are all not... I mean, we all have some behavioral disorders. If I'm allowed to put it that way. Tell your neighbor, your neighbor behavioral disorders. Which is... Sometimes you behave in a way that you are not supposed to behave. All of us. But until you, 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 you think about it and the effect on you. Some people don't smile. I mean, when I can, I say, the reason why I can't see is because you are not smiling. Because smiling is the light of your face. That's what brings your face alive. You are a girl, you don't smile. I mean, Natural. You like Joan of Arc? Do you know Joan of Arc? Yeah, strong face. But you'll be surprised. A little smile will change the way you look. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, my muscles smile. It will change the location of the muscles. Just smile. It will warm up your face a bit. Yeah. It's okay. When you smile, you are easy to look at. You get not every beauty is striking. You see, some people are striking when you see them. No, pam. Some people also. You have to look, then you see. Do you get it? Now, when you don't look, when you 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 have a frown, as soon as we see, we have to. We have to. It's like it's a, it, it repels. It's a repelling force. So by the time you're like, boom. So you can't see. So we would realize later, oh, this girl, she's very beautiful. But we never saw. Why? The lights were off. Just as you can't find many things in the dark. Sometimes that's how it is. So smile a little. I said smile what? A little. Yeah. Meditation. Think of things. Think of your business. What are we doing? This thing, is it working or not working? Recently, I looked into a business and I was being told, with the small knowledge we have, we have realized that this area is the area that is working. The main thing that the the business is there for is just to keep people around. But there are some small things that are done in the business that makes the business work. It's through thinking. When you think, then you will see. 
So everybody is selling nails. So you are also going to sell nails. Maybe they are selling nails with hammers. And the hammer is what makes the business work. Not the nails. Not the, the nails just makes people come. Then they come and buy nails. When they buy them, then they realize that ah, we need a hammer. And the profit is on the hammer. Not on the nail. I said the big profit is on the hammer. Not on the nail. So when they buy the nail, then they buy the profit. Then they buy the hammer. Then there's profit. Then you have also going to ship nails from China. Because it's cheaper. Seven containers of nails. Six inch nails. I don't mean finger nails. I mean... <laughs> number three. Let's combine number three and four. Visions and dreams. One of the ways God gives us revelations is through visions and dreams. You have a dream. Then you see something. You have a vision. And you see something. Visions and dreams. Visions and dreams. Visions and dreams. Visions. And this year, may you be into visions and dreams. Those of you who forget your dreams, may you begin to remember your dreams. Hey, Pastor, but I thought that visions and dreams, they are for those very spiritual pastors who have been praying in tongues all the time. It's not true. Or else Nebuchadnezzar would have never had a dream. I said, Nebuchadnezzar, two, two very, look, let's even look at Pharaoh. There's nobody in the Bible who's more devilish than the devil or like the devil as Pharaoh. Pharaoh is a type of Satan, yet he had a dream. And the dream changed the course of Egypt. He had an unbeliever, satanic unbeliever, he had a dream. He had a dream. But Rev, may I ask me, I have useless dreams. Look, these two dreams, I close with these points. Nebuchadnezzar's dream, when he had a dream, he was in a garden. He was dreaming about a garden, animals. That's all he dreamt about. If he were you, he would have said, useless dream. Pharaoh, he had a dream. In the dream, cows were swallowing cows. Maybe he went to sleep. He didn't eat enough. He was hungry. Then he was dreaming about food. So in the food, in the dream, he was a cow. And he was swallowing another cow. When he woke up, he said, my God, such a dream. It's a prophetic dream. He held a prophetic conference. And he invited Joseph as somebody who interprets dreams. Based on a dream he had had of cows. Eating cows. Yeah, change everything. So don't tell your dreams are useless. You wake up, you remember, write them down. You wake up, you remember, write them down. You wake up, you remember, write them down. Time reveals the meanings of the dreams. Time, prayer, time. As you go through it, you will now begin to see a sequence from the dream in your life. And you start to make meaning of it. So I pray. God said, Joel said, in the last days, God said, I'll pour out of my spirit unto all flesh. When I pour my spirit out, what is going to happen is that people will see visions 
and people will dream dreams. May you begin to dream dreams and see visions regarding every area of your life. Dreams and visions. Dreams. Sometimes God even delivers people from destruction through dreams and visions. They are all revelations. So, church of God, as we begin our fast from tomorrow, actually from tonight, as we begin the fast, what is going to happen is that this week we are going to pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelations. What made Solomon so rich and made him stand out was his wisdom. Yeah. Before God blessed Solomon with wisdom, nobody knew Solomon. That's how your story will be. That before the wisdom comes, just as nobody knows you now, but when the wisdom comes, people will start to consult you. People will start to consult you. People will get to know you because God has given you wisdom. So we are praying wisdom and revelation. Wisdom, Praying for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in 2019 as we search forward for victory. Maybe your portion in the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. Let us pray. If you are clapping, clap because it's also a revelation. Visions and dreams. May be your portion. May be your portion. Lift up your hands and pray wherever you are and say, Lord, pour out your spirit upon me. That the spirit of revelation and of wisdom will come to me. Maybe you are a young boy, a young man. This is the time to know wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Wisdom and revelation. Pray wherever you are. Lord, give us wisdom. Give us revelation. Pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us. Pour out your spirit upon us, O God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, pour out your spirit. Lord, pour out your spirit. Kamolo si palama, pelo si paleko si patika, brando ski palema, ripa loba ski paloba, masoli pakatosa, rito si paleko si paya, masalo ski palaba, brando lobo ski palobo. A great awakening. There's gonna be a great revival in our land. There's gonna be a great awakening, and everyone who calls on Jesus' name.
many of you know this song? Let's all sing and let's all learn it. Pour out your spirit. It says, Lord, pour out your spirit upon the people of the earth. Peoples of the earth. Let your sons and daughters. Let your sons and daughters speak your word of prophecy. It's a prayer. Send us dreams and visions. As dreams and visions reveal the secret. May God reveal a secret to you. The secrets of your heart. Lord, our faith is rising. Our faith is rising. Let all heaven's sound the coming of the day. That's gonna be when the revolution comes. the secrets of your heart to your people. As we pray, as we meditate, let your revelation of your secret be on our lives. In the name of Jesus. In every area that we are involved in, grant us revelation. Grant us wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Let our lives receive a and a massive move forward in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone and anyone who's struggling. Lord, let your power come into their lives and let them see victory in that area. I curse every health problem that is represented here. I said, today is your last day. Lose your hold now in the name of Jesus. Let your children be free, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. I pray, Lord, for them that are looking for admission to go to school, Lord. Open doors before them. Dispatch angels from heaven to open doors before them. Let none of them be stuck at home this year, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say a louder, Amen. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord quickly.
How many of you have been blessed by this morning service? You will have victory, I tell you. You have victory. It's your portion. Whatsoever is born of God. Over. Even if a dog is born of God, it will overcome the world. Once it is born of God, it overcomes the world. So it, I, don't, I don't care who you are. I don't care how weak you are. I don't care the problems that you have. I don't care your background. I don't care who has bewitched you. I don't care. Look, even if somebody has bewitched you, somebody has taken you to a Sangoma. Look, because of you, the Sangoma will repent. I said because of you, the Sangoma will repent. Yeah. Yeah. I heard a story of a guy who had been taking... Somebody are taking his picture to a Sangoma. To, to Sangoma rise him. Or Sangoma fire him. When the Sangoma did the incantations and invocations and what again? Machinations and enchantments and divinations. Then he asked for the picture. When he saw the picture of the person, he said, no, 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 no. Not this one, not this one. No. You will retire, Sangoma, I tell you. You will retire, Sangoma. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, not this one. It doesn't work on this one. My God, may you be covered with the blood. No Sangoma power shall work on you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Wonderful. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Reverend Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 078-038-2166. God richly bless you.